All right, from the islands of Hawaii, the Spartan, Martin Day. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up, bro? 2019, you had to sit out the whole year. Two fights canceled. Let's get into the first one. You know, March, UFC Nashville, you were supposed to face off with Chris Gutierrez. What happened right. in that? Yeah, so what had happened was uh, in training camp, I, I uh, suffered a knee injury. It was a tear in my meniscus. Um, turned out that, uh, you know, the doctor said I didn't need surgery and whatnot, but probably should have got it in the first place because I ended up, you know, coming back and kind of coming back with a vengeance after that uh, on, on the next fight. I was supposed to fight. So I've actually never pulled out of a fight in my whole career, amateur mm -hmm. and all. Uh, so it really sucked to have to pull out of two fights in a row, you know, now that I'm in the UFC. But, you know, that's just how, it's how it goes sometimes. Well, I think you got to take the the career a little bit more seriously when every fight pretty much counts more than any other fight right 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 yeah absolutely i mean i've been taking my career seriously since the beginning mm -hmm. i've been i've been making every every single one of them count but but yeah there's definitely a, another level to this but once you're here at this level in the ufc so did you finally get the surgery after the second time you had to pull out the fight or did you just go into rehab what happened with that the first time I went to rehab without doing surgery, it was recommended that I could just do the rehab. Uh, but the second time I did the surgery and, you know, got it fixed. And now it's uh, back to 100%. So the knee is good to go. And, you know, we're we're uh, we're in camp now. So it's uh, it's going well. How long have you been ready to fight? Did it take you a while to get matched up again? Uh, no, not at all. I, as soon as I told my manager, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back to full training. I uh, got got in good shape after my mini surgery. You know, as soon as that happened, he went on looking and got me a fight a few weeks later. So, yeah, it didn't take too long. With with the knee surgery and the the recovery and everything, did it give you time to focus on other things while you had to sit and sit out a lot of the the training? Yeah, th this this time off is actually, you know, it, it sucks to take time off and it's not something you look forward to, but. I think uh, overall it's been good for me. I've been able to focus on some weaknesses in my game, like my strength and conditioning, uh, some uh, grappling, jujitsu. So I've been able to work on a lot of things during this time off that uh, I otherwise maybe wouldn't have had time for. But uh, yeah, I think overall it's been good. And um, yeah, I've, I've taken the time to learn and, and, and uh, get better. How did you stay afloat? during that time you know because if you don't fight you don't really make an income so do you have other things that you do on the side that keep you you know afloat yeah yeah i i teach some some taekwondo classes i actually help run a taekwondo school the school i grew up teaching in you know it's uh something that i love to do i love teaching kids and passing on what i've learned as a martial artist so i go in there and i teach a few times a week and things like that and you know my wife she helps out of course and all my family and everything down here so it's not too bad. It's a good life. Yeah, I noticed that you do have on the ribcage Taekwondo written in Korean. So, you know, yeah, it's all yeah. good. I grew up doing Taekwondo and so that's my that's my uh, base, you know. So, yeah, I'm happy to represent that in my fighting style. Yeah, when you have a base like Taekwondo, like what techniques do you feel like is the most useful for you in mixed martial arts? Uh, just the different kicking, you know, all, all the different kicking variety. Uh, the, the looks that you get in there is a lot different than what people in a regular kickboxing or Muay Thai, it's, that's a, it's a different movement. Uh, it's very dynamic, very fast. And, um, you know, with the, with the spinning kicks and the, the different type of kicks from all angles, it can be hard to prepare for something like that. And, 
it's, it's something that you can't really uh, mimic in practice. So if you're getting ready for a fight with me, you know, you'll probably have to bring in another Taekwondo guy to get that look. Uh, otherwise, you're, it's not going to be the same. You can't just bring in a guy who knows how to throw a Muay Thai kick or something like that. It's a, definitely a different look. It's a different dynamic. All right, well, you know, you got your fine fight lined up. UFC Columbus, Randy Costa is your opponent. What were your thoughts when that name came across your table? I mean, I didn't know who he was at first. And then I went ahead and watched his latest fight against uh, local boy, uh, Boston Simon. And, uh, you know, I, I know him. We're both from the same island. And so I'm going to be getting that one back for Hawaii. But I didn't know who he was until, until I saw I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the guy who beat Boston. Uh, so then I kind of, you know, I knew who he was after that, obviously, after I studied him. But when the name first came up, I didn't know who he was. When you assess his last two fights in the UFC, you know, what is your breakdown of him? Uh, well, his first fight, he came into the UFC and fought a good opponent, you know, a quality opponent. Uh, his his fights leading up to that were, were was not against quality opponents. Uh, his Those four fights were against... Um, uh, lesser lesser level opponents and then when i think when he got into the ufc he you know he kind of showed showed what's going on with uh with a high level guy and kind of melted there uh and then he came in and he did a good job against boston uh i do think boston would win that fight most times you know 99 out of 100 times and he just caught boston slipping but like i said i'm gonna get that one back for hawaii and uh yeah but you know not to take away from the guy he's you know he's got his tools he's got his uh his, his good points that he does. Uh, but, you know, at this level, everybody's good. I just feel like I'm on another level than him. Well, training pe- training camp, you know, where have you been splitting your time? Uh, as far as the gyms I go to? Yes. Uh, I, I spend a lot of time at Hawaii Elite MMA. Uh, it's, uh, and I also train at Grace Technics. Uh, you know, and uh, here, here, you know, you got to get in what you can. So those are my two main spots. Uh, you know, I still get some movement in at my taekwondo school uh you know here and there but as for my training those are my two main spots i probably spend most of my time at hawaii elite uh with charles kipili he's my, my main coach my striking coach and then my grappling coach is over at uh, rylan rylan lazarus over at grace technics so there's a lot of you know th- those two gyms work together a lot and um so you know i split my time between those two spots who has been the the best training partner for you leading up to this fight Oh, I mean, my boy Max Holloway has been helping me out with all my rounds, and uh, he's been he's been uh, a really good look for me, sparring, um, picking his brain, and you know what better guy to have than you know one of the best strikers on the planet. So, you know, blessed to have him helping me out for sure. Do you see him fighting Volkanovski next? I I hope so, man. I mm-hmm. mean, hi, Max was a dominant champion, and that fight was not like he got blown out of the water. You know, that could have easily gone Max's way. A lot of people thought it did, including myself. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, I hope they give him an immediate rematch. I don't see how you can't. With the strength and conditioning that you've been focusing on, have you allowed your body to build more into being a bantamweight more since, you know, you did fly uh, fight at flyweight for a while? Yeah, uh, flyweight was tough to make, though. I was a very big for a flyweight. Uh, my first fight at flyweight, I was probably maybe a, a, an actual flyweight. But after that, my I just my body blew up and I got a lot bigger. So I definitely can't be making flyweight anymore. And yeah, I put on some muscle, uh, focus on my strength program. Uh, my my strength conditioning coach Jordan, you know, he's been he's been helping me out plenty with that. And I'm feeling stronger and more explosive than than I've ever felt before. And that's one of the things we were able to work on during my time off as well as my strength. 
a lot of people are going to talk about the long layoff heading into this fight. Do you believe that there is such a thing as cage rust or are you just going to come out there from the start and go straight full blast? The cage rust is a mental deficiency. The ring rust people talk about, that just depends on the fighter's mindset. So if you go in there and you're causing yourself to be pressured by all these outside sources or you're causing pressure is just caused by outside anxiety. So, uh, you know, I don't have that. I have my mindset is calm. I'm in the moment. And when I go in there, it's just that's just what I do, you know. So I don't believe ring rust will affect me whatsoever. Uh, you know, like I said, it's a mental thing. I don't have that mental deficiency. I'm I'm 100 percent in there. And when I'm in there, it's just doing what I was put on this earth to do. You know, it's just a uh, just flow. It's just fun. So no ring rust for me. When you visualize this fight against Costa, you know, it seems like Costa is a guy that comes out gunning. Do you see that type of fight? Oh yeah, he's very aggressive. Yeah, definitely. Um, first round, he comes out really strong, and uh, we'll be looking to exploit that. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be exciting for sure. You know, he's a he's a striker. I'm a striker. He starts really really fast, and uh, uh, he's you know very explosive as well. So uh, us two getting and locked in the cage together is gonna be for an exciting match, and you know, I'm looking to be taking home that bonus. You being a bantamweight looking to climb the ranks you know you're probably watching the division right now the title fight is coming up at usc 250 suhudo uh versus aldo was that the fight to make do you think in your opinion um it's, it's, you know, i'm not paying too much attention to it to be honest i kind of stay in my own lane i'm not at that level yet so i'm not really looking up there but i mean my boy aljermain sterling i think is should be a little bit more in that picture who uh it's uh suhudo and, and aldo yeah I think I think Aldro should should be up there. Uh, I think he deserves a shot, but you know, not to take away from the other guys. Those guys are both both hammers too, you know. But yeah, Aldro's definitely worked his way up there, I believe. Yeah, it seems like he's the the odd man out right now because they matched yeah. up Jan versus Morales, and he's just sitting there. And a lot of people felt like you said he deserved the next title shot. Yeah, yeah, I I thought he did. I thought he was gonna get it. Um, so. I'm not sure what's up with that, but, you know, I'm not the matchmaker, so that's just my opinion, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, one last thing before I let you go. You know, there's many different types of competitors throughout the world of combat sports. Do you consider yourself more of a a prize fighter or a martial artist? I'm a martial artist, man. This this is, for me, this is a lifestyle. I grew up training. I'll continue to train long after I fight. Uh, Being a martial artist is not just about training when you have a fight coming up or training when there's a competition or when you're motivated it's just a lifestyle so uh, that's what i am you know i it's just what i do i train every day and i'm looking to improve myself every day when there's an opponent i have a specific game plan and we have things that we work on but as for that just one percent better every day and just trying to become a better human being better martial artist and a better fighter daily and the rest will take care of itself you know so Definitely, for me, I could categorize myself as a martial artist more more so than a prize fighter. When you take away the injury and recovering from that, you know where have you grown more in on your mental side, or do you feel on your skill set? I feel both equally that I've grown. Uh, I've you know this is I've been having to overcome some uh, some challenges with the injury thing. So mentally, I've definitely grown. And then, like I was saying earlier, with those the weaker parts of my game, I've been able to work on those. So I'd say I've grown equally. 
uh, in both both areas, both the mental and the physical. All right, March 28th, USC on ESPN Plus 28. No, actually, is that right? I don't know, man. I just yeah, know it's, it's confusing, scrapping. right? Like, there's so many. I just got yeah. <laughs> to be scrapping March 28th. Yeah, March 28th in Columbus, right? That's it. Yeah, you know yeah. the location, man. <laughs> uh, appreciate the time, Martin, man. Uh, confusing right there, but hey, it is what it is. Good luck on the fight. Uh, good luck on everything that you're doing on the islands, and uh, and we'll speak again. All right, bro. Thank you very much for having me. Have a good rest of your day.